the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Biden, I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. <laughs> I'm so glad to be back with you guys tonight. I took uh, last night off again tonight. Thank you to my buddy Ed Martin, who you guys need to listen to every night here on the Pro-America Report. But I am back, babies, just in time to roll us over hump day and get us into the weekend. Hey, 888-344-1170, if you would like to be a part of the show, I would love to hear from you guys. I put it out there to y'all because I had a busy day today. I'll talk about that in a minute. I said, I I need help. I need topic ideas. Y'all, please put it out there on Facebook, which you did. Follow me on Facebook, by the way, at Andrea Kay. I'm on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. I am on Parlor at Andrea Kay. I'm on Instagram at Andrea Kay. Y'all know how to find me. MySpace? I I never did MySpace, by the way. And no, I ain't doing none of that TikTok. And I have not done Snap. I didn't do any of that. Um, But follow us there. We also have a special little Facebook group called Caniacs. Shh. Big Tech, we had another day, another hearing on the Hill today, including Big Tech. Don't let them fool you. They're trying to silence conservatives. And we have a place where you can go and feel free to completely express yourself on Facebook. We're un- flying under the radar there for, for the time being. And that's Kaniacs, K-A-Y-E-N-I-A-C-S. Some of you have asked me where you can get the T-shirt that I'm wearing right now. We'll have information on that in a little bit. But I, mainly I want to hear from you guys. I put out topic ideas today. You guys wanted to hear tonight about the bar hearing. You wanted to talk about that you wanted to continue discussion about the doctors from yesterday many of you wanted to continue to talk about the violence that's taking place across our country we're going to be talking about all that uh, we also have our buddy Tom DeBacaro here with us. One of the main reasons why President Trump won the election in 2016 and why we must get him reelected is the Supreme Court CNN put an article out today yeah 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 Commie News Network put an article out today about Brett Kavanaugh Basically alleging, according to this article, that he's working behind the scenes to appease all factions uh, of our government. And it's it, it, it didn't look good for Kavanaugh. Is Kavanaugh working behind the scenes, playing politics, trying to appease everybody at the expense of the rule of law and undermining conservative rulings? And so Tom DeBacaro, my go-to guy for anything legal, he's one of my go-to guys. He's my numero uno go-to guy. We'll be here to talk about that as well as big tech going today on what was supposed to be an antitrust hearing and what it was really ended up being about, of course, was censoring. And I want to get his perspective on that hearing today. But I want to hear from you guys, 888-344-1170, if you want to weigh in on any topics of the day. And the man who's here keeps it rolling every night of the week, whether I'm here or not. It's my man, DJ Potato Skins. Today, I'm proud to announce one of the most important deals in the history of U.S. industries. 
My administration has reached a historic agreement with a great American DJ Thank you, President Trump. And we need to be talking about the independent pro-hydroxy doctors as much as possible. I really see this, Andrea, as Trump's path forward to make it Biden versus Trump because uh, Fauci and the vaccine. I'm done with it. I'm done. Well, it's um, to me. The fact that they have, and I don't give a crap what Zuckerberg said today on the Hill. I don't give a crap about him saying, oh, we're, we're the ones, we're the ones of social media that, that defends freedom of speech. As the, he then goes on to explain how they're working with the different, uh, identity groups like the LBGT against hate speech. Come on, you, you know, in a valley of blind men, a one-eyed man can be king. Him coming out there today, acting as though they're some kind of defenders of free speech and they're not trying to control elections by controlling the messages laughable exactly the opposite exactly the opposite they were one of the first to take down that video of those doctors yesterday absolutely they were we know that they're doing putting um all kinds of mechanisms in place to try to silence americans same thing with twitter the same thing with twitter same thing with instagram doing everything trump doubles down with the hydroxy like all the way up to the election i don't want to see it stop well it's clear that these doctors these doctors actually had a message that was resonating because that's why every big tech group had to come together and coordinate to take those videos down to try to, to try to keep their message from being heard why would they need to do that it's because this is literally you think about this for a moment we thought we had seen some scandals in american history of recent times we thought it was a scandal when we found out that the irs was targeting tea party groups trying to control elections by silencing conservatives we thought it was a scandal when the obama administration denied 400 requests for securities left a, 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 a for a security help left americans to die in a terrorist attack on the anniversary of 9 11 and then covered it up and oh referred. andrea this one is huge this is far bigger than that we it's even bigger in my opinion than the scandal involving the obama administration which is worse than watergate illegally spying on the opposition party campaign and then launching an insurance policy to then set up and 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 implement a coup what we have brewing here is we have as these doctors said we have a treatment if not a cure for COVID patients that has been completely ignored and suppressed, for, and which has then resulted in the deaths of Americans on purpose. And there's no other explanation for it. Fauci's having to come out today. Fauci's coming out today and say, oh, they're, what a bunch of quacks those people are. And hy- hydroxychloroquine has been proven to be ineffective. There were studies done. What study, Dr. Fauci? What study? The one done by Lancet? Oh, you know what I heard? And the, taken, the, the, where it didn't work, they overdosed the patients, Andrea. Absolutely. They were giving them toxic, they were giving them toxic uh, doses. As one doctor said, you give a toxic dose, you're going to get a toxic, toxic result. The one study that Fauci and others are hanging their hat on is a study that was printed in in Lancet that has since been taken down. Meanwhile, study after study after study, you want to know what the greatest study is? Doctors like Dr. Zelensky in New York, who he himself, we don't hear from him anymore, he treated 2,000 patients. The key is you've got to get hydroxychloroquine in combination with zinc and azithromycin, the Z-Pak. Early. You've got to get it early and get it in the right doses. No, no, they're, they're doing it too late on people and giving them the incorrect doses when somebody's on death's door and then acting as though it's a fail. And why would you not try it anyway? This is not some risky drug. 
This isn't risky. My own family took this drug prophylactically before they went to Honduras so that they wouldn't get malaria. Things have been around for decades. It's been around for decades. In fact, uh, you know, one of the doctors yesterday said, hey, you know what, Fauci? I guarantee you, Fauci, you're taking this hydroxychloroquine yourself prophylactically. Prove me wrong. We know we there is no excuse whatsoever. We know that this drug has worked on people. I'm not saying it's a, it's a it's a, a panacea and that it's going to work on every patient. Nobody's saying that. But it's like one doctor said. He said, "Look, if you were to fall and hurt your back and you don't know whether it's muscular skeletal, you don't know if you've torn ligaments, you don't know and somebody you don't know exactly what damage you've done, but you know your back is hurting. Are you going to are you going to take a Motrin and see if it's going to help you? You're going to go, you know what? It hasn't been proven that Motrin is going to is going to work on my particular injury that I've got here. And you know what I love about all these doctors, Andrea, is the success rate is astounding with the amount of patients that they've treated. So it's a no-brainer why people wouldn't want this. Well, wasn't there a Democrat in Michigan some in, in I think it was in Michigan who was being denied being, yeah, denied. Being denied the, the treatment, and Trump interceded, and she thanked Trump because she said hydroxychloroquine saved her life. This, these are the same. Um, here's my question for you, Democrats. You don't have any proof. Why would you deny somebody who's tested positive for coronavirus? This coronavirus that you say is so deadly, why would you deny somebody the right to take a drug that might save their life? You don't care about lives. If you were denying anybody the opportunity to save their life from a, from a disease that you were trying to make people think is so deadly that they can't leave their home and can't get within 25 feet of somebody across the street without a mask, there's no excuse for you to be denying anybody any kind of treatment that might save their life. Yeah, me, it's all a, about the vaccine. Of course it is. They want us. I, I gave a speech today. And first of all, I want to thank the amazing people, the Del Mar Seacoast Republican group today. I gave a speech today entitled the, that we were at the intersection of fear and freedom we how did and i've talked about this many times on on the show you guys know where where i stand with this they have us coward and they took the and this is the result of decades of them changing our culture and shifting us into into a a a country of snowflakes but through fear-mongering they have us cowering in our homes so instilled in fear that even though now we have evidence that there is a drug that's saving lives. Americans still don't want to believe it. They're still so coward in fear. And it's also that they can have us continue to put our faith and hope in government, not God. They want us to deny our own faith. They want us to actually believe that, that it's government's responsibility to keep us alive and keep us in our homes. They want us completely fear-based to not con- conducting our life. And then, they, of course, it's about the vaccine, but it's, it's, it's ultimately about control. It's about the transformation of this country from one of individual responsibility, individual uh, individual liberty into a collectivist society. Oh, we're all in this together. A collectivist society, a Marxist society where we have been completely destroyed economically so that we are now dependent on the government emotionally, mentally, psychologically, uh, uh, physically, medically, etc. It's all about power. It is not about caring about lives. I'm sorry, Branting. Is there anything you want to share before we switch gears? And, and no, you actually, you, you said it beautifully. One thing, I mean, my attitude has greatly shifted since this whole coronavirus thing started. And you know, the more research you do on the numbers and the numbers not adding up and a lot of the governors uh, that most of the time happen to be Democrat, you know, wanting to use that dimmer switch like good old Gavin Newsom and keep that fear card is something that enrages me so much. I had a great conversation with a friend today and he buys into it hook, line and sinker. And I said, you got to do your research, man. They're pulling the wool over your eyes. These numbers never added up. 
That, who who gives a crap about case count? Do you care? Do you care when flu season rolls around if you've been exposed to the flu? If you're not, if you don't get sick with it, you're not in bed. You don't give a crap. Why would you give a crap now? Why would you care now about catching a cold if it doesn't impact you in any way? Kids don't get it, and they don't give it to anybody. It is child abuse. It is psychological warfare on a child to be having them locked in at home like they're prisoners, telling them that they're little killing machines when they don't give it. They don't get it. Yes, yeah, they never school. Insane. Back to school. We you take out the nursing home deaths and what do we have we have a bad flu season and let me tell you is it far-fetched to think that the united states government would be marxist involved in the united states government would be like hmm you know let's let people die for power we let people die in benghazi did not do anything to protect them in advance knowing that there were terrorist threats of terrorist attacks of course there is september 11th did nothing to rescue them and then lied to the american people lied we know good and dang well that they, that that when it comes to Marxist, it we're all we're all bumps in the road to them and their ultimate power play here. And as Doctor Emmanuel said, you want to know if, whether or not hydroxychloroquine works and whether or not masks don't. Just look at the NIH study from two thousand five. This is not new. It's not novel coronavirus. This we know coronavirus. It's a cold. It's a virus. What we all, what what may be a little bit different is how it interacts in the lungs. But we shouldn't be blowing as as Doctor Emanuel said. We're we, all we've done with these ventilators. Oh, we need more ventilators. We need more ventilators. We we've been blowing people's lungs out and killing people with ventilators. When what we should have been doing was implementing. When doctors found out how how and and oh by the way, Tucker Carlson had a, had a graph on his show last night. Every country that started implementing hydroxychloroquine. You want to hear, talk about studies, Fauci? Saw that. Every every country that that went, was early to hydroxychloroquine has had a, a much lower mortality rate. And I've seen countries move off of that. The numbers would go up, and then they would go back on it, and the numbers would go back down again. Absolutely. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to bring in Tom DeBacaro here to uh, discuss uh, the big tech. We're going to shift gears into that. And also, is Brett Kavanaugh, is he undermining the conservative justices and the, and the Supreme Court behind the scenes, or is he taking on John Roberts? It's an interesting question, and we need to know the answer. Tom DeBacaro has it. Don't go away. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. You know that um, I've talked a lot about the Supreme Court. That's been an issue that's been uh, really important to me. It's important to all conservatives for, for many reasons. The court ha- has more power than it should have. I don't think it was intended to really be uh, actually be the, the deciding, deciding factor in so many um I'm not explaining it very well. Um, that's why one of the reasons why I brought my buddy Tom DeBacaro on. I, I, I'm not a historian either, but I don't think that our founders really thought that the Supreme Court would end up having the power. They're actually more important even than the executive branch. We're supposed to have co-equal branches, not have one actually being more powerful than the other. And it seems as though the Supreme Court has become more powerful. And it's because the Democrats, in my opinion, 
uh, are using that as a way to to legislate. And then once it gets legislated through the Supreme Court, now it's precedence, right? It, and it can't be overturned. And it's the law of the land forever. So we understand that so much about our future hangs in the balance with the Supreme Court as conservatives. One of the reasons why Trump got elected was because of the Supreme Court. He put out a list when he was running for office. Here's the people. Here's the kind of people that I would nominate. So we've had Gorsuch and Kavanaugh. I did not like Kavanaugh. I liked him personally. I didn't like him as a nominee. I felt like he was he was too eager to try to appease uh, the left and wanted to be liked by the left to the point where it 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 would color his his uh, decision making. And I, I felt like he validated my concerns when his entire uh, court staff were all women, which I found to be discriminatory and pandering to women. An article came out today with, with CNN alleging that he is going behind the scenes, uh, quote, uh, um, with a desire to avoid certain thorny dilemmas, uh, trying to... Um, uh, work out a plan that basically uh, has manipulating the cases that they hear and trying to manipulate the process so that they don't upset anybody. So that's how my interpretation of the story is. So with all that being said, welcome back to the show, Tom DeBacaro. Hey, hey, great to hear from you. Uh, you know, the Supreme Court actually during the, the last six years of the Obama administration was by by far where the action was. Obama never tried, not once, to. All right, I think we lost Tom. Supreme Court. He he would bet court Obama. He wouldn't try. Are you still there? We're here. Uh, he wouldn't try to work things out. So you're right. The Supreme Court was never meant to be this powerful. And the founders, Thomas Jefferson, first among them, worried that the federal courts would, would become all too powerful. And uh, and as we've seen, picking Supreme Court justices is when you're a Republican, turns out to be a crapshoot. If you're a Democrat, you stay liberal. If you're a Republican and... We're lo- Tom, I think your your signal's going in and out if you're on a cell phone. Yeah, I'm going to call and see yeah. if we can get him on the home number. Okay. In the meantime, I'm going to give you guys while we're trying to get uh, um, we're trying to get Tom back on the line. I, I was asked to mention Barr in the hearings yesterday. Um, a couple of things jumped out at me uh, for that. Um, obviously, it was an incredibly well scripted farce that was perpetrated on uh, the Attorney General of the United States. I mean, this thing about. I, reclaiming my time i'm reclaiming my time i mean how do we reclaim the eight years you know what i want to reclaim eight years under the obama administration in which you see the seeds of division and hatred and violence going on across this country right now that was after eight years i want to reclaim i want to reclaim my time from that what i saw yesterday i don't think it's going to hurt the democrats like many conservatives came out and said today it's not going to help them either because what we saw was the equivalent we saw congressional antifa they might as well have thrown cement milkshakes at bill barr while they were at it that's the kind of crap we saw yesterday and and, and because the democrats showed their heinies as we say in the in the south uh mo- many people turned the channel and didn't get a chance to hear bill barr say that he has asked a u.s attorney out of 
out of the state of Texas to investigate, launch a criminal investigation into the unmasking of people like General Flynn. Um, but Tom Del- Delbacar joins us back again to continue this discussion about Kavanaugh. This isn't a story that's uh, that's as prominent that people are talking about today, but this is incredibly important to us um, as conservatives. Uh, what is going on with Kavanaugh? The CNN story, to catch everybody up, is saying that Kavanaugh is working behind the scenes to try to sidestep, to try to keep important cases from being heard because he doesn't want to offend people. But you texted me earlier that you don't see that that's what's happening. Well, it, I, I'm not saying it, that isn't true. Of course, the, one of the seminal cases is, is, was the Louisiana case. And, you know, he, he tried to get the court to let it out on what amounts to a technicality and throw it back down. But we know what happened with the results. So there's always been this process of certain justices working behind the scenes. That's not new. The question is, what is his motivation in doing this sort of thing? And, you know, the, the Supreme Court with uh, is is not, you know, on these major decisions, Roberts is going against or siding with the liberals almost on every occasion right now. Mm-hmm. And so if if, if uh, Kavanaugh is doing this in an effort not to create precedent with uh, with Roberts, um, Roberts, then he then he's doing a good thing. But if it is that uh, he he thinks the the other argument to be made is that he's just saying that trying to give him the benefit of the doubt that these are political issues and the court shouldn't intervene. On the other hand, it, it could well be that he is not the candidate that he was made out to be. He had a long history in uh, sort of the Bush wing of the party. And that wouldn't be shocking if he turned out not to be a Gorsuch because he's beholden to and lived his life right on top of Washington, D.C. And that's why this next election is so critical, because right now we do not have a conservative Supreme Court. We have four conservatives or three definite conservatives. Kavanaugh is still a work in progress. Roberts is not a conservative on many issues, and they have the four liberals. The next replacement is important because if it's Ruth Bader Ginsburg, then you can have a conservative court. She's back in uh, news tonight is that she's back in a New York City hospital after a non-surgical procedure. I mean, I think uh, you got to hand it in there for RBG. I mean, she, she is doing everything she can to, to stave off up till past the election, but she's she will not be a Supreme Court justice a year from now. I don't believe that she will. She's hanging on past the past the election. This is an incredibly important topic. One of the things I will say is we cannot continue. Trump needs to scrub everybody from the left that left who went to any kind of Ivy League school. You cannot have gone to any kind of Ivy League school and come out in any way as a hardcore conservative. I'm not buying it. You just can't. This is a man who was teaching at Harvard. This is a man whose mother raised him and steeped him in feminazi. You know, his mother might as well be RBG. So, uh, you know, I, I was incredibly disturbed. This is a man who's probably right now trying to figure out how he can undo his whiteness so that he can appease the left. He's that he's that kind of conservative, right? You know, we know that 
this whole movement right now to undo your whiteness. When all these people that are apologizing for what happened in the past. Here was a man whose life and his family were were under the. The plan to destroy them. There were people that wanted his children removed from his home. And his response was to uh, nominate and, and hire nothing but women as, as a show of, see, I'm not really a bad guy. That is such a sign of weakness to me that I about can't stand him at this point. The second he did that, he lost me. It is so weak. We cannot have that kind of weak on the Supreme Court. Well, we definitely need the next pick. If it's and I agree with you, uh, RBG has what a fighter she is for for her own life. She's a tough broad. Uh, next pick is important. Trump has filled all the appellate levels. This is the first time in forty years. There's no vacancies at that level, but that's great for the future. But the Supreme Court that'll be next year's session is what matters. And this is this is a. De- Defining election on that issue. 40 years from now, we'll talk about the replacement of Thomas, uh, Souter, and RBG on the Supreme Court. And if it's a Democrat over the next four years, I mean, I think Thomas would wait it out, but Souter won't and RBG won't. And we need that. We need to have. We need to have fighters. We need to have conservatives that fight just as much as RBG, just as much as Sotomayor. And we don't have it. We don't have anything even close to it. And we need to we need to be looking. At, I, I'm so well, Alito is 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 real. You can't you can't undercut him. But we yeah, but he's not what, he's not present day. He's not anybody. I'm, I'm talking about who, where are we at present day? You know what I mean? No, I mean, Alito, when was Alito nominated Alito on the Supreme Court is. Is, is tough. But what we need is an intellectual like we had with, uh, with Scalia. The, uh, yeah, with Scalia. Because you need someone who, who is able to articulate this in greater terms than just sitting on the court and making decisions. I like Thomas. I like the way he thinks. But he's not a thought leader, and that's what we lost with Scalia. Absolutely, I, I don't remember when. I don't remember when did when did Alito graduate from school. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Come, next crop, we can't have anybody of this generation coming no, out of I, these I Ivy agree, League schools. I agree with the Ivy schools. I mean, I went to Berkeley, and I'm, I survived. Oh, well, yeah, but uh, yeah, hey, I didn't know that. I think so. <laughs> my opinion is dry. Although, you know what? My opinion is raised now because you did manage to come out of that unscathed and continue to be a conservative. Final thoughts for us. I'm well past a break. Update us on the recall. Where are we at with that? Um, there's a, an enormous volunteer effort. Uh, but we're, but again, you need people need to download it. We need 10,000 a day. And we got till November. Uh, you got to work on that. And I, I think independents were scared off yesterday on bar. So I, I think the Democrats, Democrats continue to do themselves harm. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for being here, Tom. And y'all need to read Tom's book, The Divided Era. Go to his website, Tom. I think it's TomDell.com, as well as Political Vanguard, and, and read his articles. We're going to take a break. We come back. we got lots to talk about. We, we're going to talk about uh, the big tech hearing today and more. So don't go away. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. 
Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. 62 days. Portland has been on fire and burning. Continued riots all, all across, including the, the Walla Moms. The, the Walla Moms in, in Portland. Is Have you ever heard of it? Did, did I talk about No, I wasn't here last night. It's all blending together for you, isn't it? Yeah. Um, have you heard about these Walla Moms? Yeah, I, I, I have. It's it's quite something else. Yeah, we not only have, I think it was Ben Shapiro was talking about the fact that we should, all Americans should be disturbed, not just by the amount of violence that's taking place across this country, by these anarchists, these rioters, but the fact that you've got all these citizens in these towns like putting up with it, like thinking it's okay. And not only thinking it's okay, but these these moms, if you haven't heard of these wall of moms, yeah, I talked about it briefly on Monday's show. Yeah, yeah Ed was making some bad jokes. Okay, that's right. <laughs> These women talk about communists have a term called useful idiots. Those are the people that they use for their for their for their own gain to get to get over on uh, uh, these dummies who have actually bought into the idea that a centralized system of power with complete control over your lives is like a good thing. Right. Enter the wall of moms like in Portland. These idiots getting on Etsy, I guess, getting these yellow T-shirts made up and locking arms and putting on riot gear and acting shoulder to shoulder. You are letting the Black Lives Matter Marxists use you as human shields, and I'm and I'm supposed to feel sorry for you that you're taking a that you're taking a rubber bullet between the eyes. No, you're insane. You're absolutely insane. It's just like my I, I I've known people that were upset that they were harmed when the riots were closer in California. Here, yeah, I had a rubber bullet shot at me. Well, when the peaceful protests ended and the violence broke out, where did you go? Well, I stuck around to see what was going on. Bingo. Right. Uh, you know, yesterday at the bar hearing, Jim Jordan and the Republicans played video after video clip after video clip of the violence that was going on, and the Democrats, I think they shut it off at one point. You know, because yeah. they're they're trying to deny that this violence is happening. Uh, my friend out of Baton Rouge, Scott, McClay, uh, Scott McKay, he put a, a clip up there. There's no riots in Portland and there's no uh, there's no treatment for coronavirus. I mean, they're trying they're trying to. And you know what? A lot of Americans, I, I think most Americans know what's going on here. So uh, the Portland mayor today, she tweeted out that she's reached an agreement with the Trump administration, that the Trump administration is pulling out all federal uh, agents. Uh, the Portland mayor and the Portland and the Oregon governor trying to say that all the violence has been a result of Trump's federal agents. You have some sound of Trump, right? I do. All right, let's play it. Either they do something or we're going to do it. In the meantime, our purpose there is only to protect our federal buildings, which we're doing with no problem. I mean, they're nasty and they're vicious people, but our people are very powerful people. Very powerful. And either they're going to clean up Portland soon, or the federal government is going up, and we're going to do it for them. So either they clean out Portland, the governor and the mayor, who are weak, either they clean out Portland, or we're going in to do it for them. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. It's not complicated. No, it's not. No, it's not. And uh, Cuccinelli said tonight on, on an interview, he's, he, he was grilled for the fact that this Oregon mayor, I think it was, uh, who has said, oh, yeah, tr- the Trump is taking the federal people out. That's going to end all the problems here. And he's like, no, we're, we're not going to go until things things are calmed down. Barr was brilliant yesterday when the, f- the few seconds he was allowed to speak. He's like, well, yeah, we're protecting federal building. They're trying to burn down a courthouse. What are we supposed to do? Let them do it. Are you people crazy? Uh, and the left is continuing to say, 
say that these are peaceful protesters. Barr was like, when you're, first of all, when you're not following police orders, you're no longer peaceful, even before you strike a match. This is the message that needs to be sent. If you don't resist arrest, if you get pulled over, I don't care what color of your skin is. You, 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 they tell you you're under arrest or they tell you to cooperate. You cooperate. Uh, here's an interesting story that you guys wanted me to talk about today is that uh, all the police agencies that are backing out of the Democrat uh, convention uh, this summer. Yeah, more than 100 police agencies have backed out of the DNC security agreements. And the reason is because uh, the convention is supposed to happen in limited form uh, in Milwaukee in August. The Milwaukee Fire and Police Commission directed the police chief Alfonso Morales to change department policy to restrict the use of tear gas and pepper spray. And he's like, you take away our ability. That's that you take a tool away from us. Should these, uh, protests go non-peaceful and we don't have it. We don't have any ability to protect our police. We don't have any ability to protect the public. And you know what? That's what they want. That's what the Democrats want. They want, they want this anarchy. They want these cities to burn. They want this continued unrest happening in our country. They think that they're going to be able to hang it at the feet of Trump. And that's why it was brilliant for Trump to bring in those federal agents. It keeps the story going, if, if for nothing else. It forces, they can't hide what's going on in these cities anymore. And yes, every city that has this unrest, every city that's having these riots, and these are rights. And let me tell you, I don't care if you're a mom. Oh, these are moms. These are grand. I don't care what you do for a living. I don't care how many kids you have. I don't even care if you ever wore the uniform of the U.S. military. You don't have the right to loot. You don't have the right to burn down buildings. You don't have the right to blind federal officers with lasers and think I, nothing's going to happen to you I, you know what I, I i don't understand why we are not out there uh, and and these these people doing this they haven't even been arrested let alone you you go and you, you use a laser to blind a police officer and lethal force should be used against you in my opinion lethal force absolutely and they know exactly what they're doing of course they know what they're doing this should not be happening in this country. This is a really getting back to coronavirus and, and the speech that I gave today. Delmar, Delmar, Del, Delmar Seacoast Republicans. They want they have us cowering in our homes, allowing these Democrat governors and even a Republican mayor like Falconer t- controlling our lives, telling us wh- where we're allowed to go, wh- how, wh- how we have to go about with facial coverings on, what businesses are allowed to be open. Meanwhile, they don't give a crap about these goons and, and these Che Guevara's running all over this country, shoulder to shoulder. Freedom of speech. Yeah. Uh, 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 nobody's, nobody's tamping them down. No, we're cowering in our homes or cowering away from strangers on the street. We need to be taking our country back. One of the things that we've got to be talking about is what do we do? It's not enough to complain anymore. And we've got to be prepared to do more than just show up at the polls in November. Because let me tell you, they are planning to steal this election with their with their mail-in ballots and their ballot harvesting. Somebody had a great point today at the Del Mar Seacoast Republican group. They said that, you know what? We need to all we can really control here in California is the down ballot our congressional seats. We can't control this country. This state is gone. OK, and they plan to turn the rest of this country a permanent Democrat voting block, too. That's that's what's going on here. And what we need to be doing is everybody and most people know family and friends and other states that are pivotal. We need to be getting on the phone every day and having conversations 
because, we, you know, we don't know how many of our friends in Ohio, how many of our friends in Florida, how many of our friends in Texas well, you know, are getting you, the news. In, interesting point, Andrea, on Texas. There was so Texas was such a hardcore Republican state, and now there's all these liberal pockets that are popping up, and it's scary. Well, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, one of the reasons why is you've got Democrat businesses, uh, uh, owners that, that left the state of California when it became impossible for them to run a business here with taxation and regulation. Right. And, but then they go to other states and they vote Democrat on top of the fact that the open borders and we had and, you know, we have had Ted Cruz has not really been, you know, and I get that it's tough. I get that as you were in a purple town that it, that you feel like you you can't be as open and honest and you can't be as forceful from a conservative standpoint. He can still be hard nosed, though. You can be because when we it's like it's like in the movie uh, Uncle Tom, uh, Larry Elder's movie, which is it, it, which everybody needs to recommend that family and friends see that movie. It's like um, the one business owner at the opening of the movie says that when he looked at the platform he realized that he was a republican that he was told that he that he needed to vote democrat because he was black but when he looked at the issues and he and he looked that where where people stood on the issues take the labels away from it he was a republican and he was a conservative and we just need to have are those running for office and running for re-election to get to get better at, at you look at trump he, he he didn't run on labels he ran on ideas He ran on ideas and ideas that spoke. He was able to win because he ran on ideas without calling them conservative, without calling them Republican. And he explained them a way that reached everybody, whether they were Republican or Democrat or independent. And that's what we need to do. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to finish it up. We got more to talk about here on the Andrea K Show. 888-344-1170. If you got anything you want to say. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and radio.com. Andrea K telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I was just uh, looking at Facebook and uh, our friend Sandy Frazier said the mask war continues. I've been asked to leave now at quite a few places who management didn't have the foresight to see that they're about to close for lack of business. Soon they'll wish they hadn't turned me and others away over an illogical idea that makes no sense. Uh, no masks don't work. It, it, you know, if they worked, maybe the National Institute of Health back in, back in 2005 who did a study of SARS said masks don't work. And that's why they were still even as of March telling us masks didn't work. It's nothing but a mind control device. It's nothing but a tool uh, to keep you cowering, to, to, to make you stay in a state of fear. And, and that's why they had to shut down those doctors. They, they need us cowering in our homes. They need us, they need us uh, so fearful that we're willing to allow our lives to be completely controlled and allow governments and dictators like Gavin Newsom control our businesses and, and, and uh, control our lives and cripple us economically. And we are almost to the point of, of ruin. Um, but we're, 
we're trying to end the show every day on a lighter note so that we can have some laughs. And as it, as it relates to fraud Fauci, you actually have a clip that we can transition from me being all hot in the collar and mad about the mask to maybe having a giggle or two. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's kind of a serious clip. It was it's him and Andrea Mitchell. But when oh, you geez. hear what the doctors have been saying and that the success rate is huge, especially when the dosage is correct, and then you hear this, it's almost, you have to laugh at it. I found this funny, so we're going to play this here. Okay. My family received an email yesterday from a young friend of ours, a university graduate. She's now back home in her village in rural western Kenya, asking us if now there's a cure because she had seen the video. And now I see today in the newspapers in Kenya warnings and columns to tell people, don't believe that video. If this can be transmitted around the country and globally so rapidly, don't we have to do more to stop these dangerous conspiracies from misleading people. Yeah, you're absolutely correct, Andrea, and that's the reason why I'm very explicit and unambiguous when we say we've got to follow the science. If a study that's a good study comes out and shows efficacy and safety for hydroxychloroquine or any other drug that we do, if you do it in the right way, you accept the scientific data. But right now, today, the cumulative scientific data that has been put together and done over a number of different studies has shown no efficacy. So when there's a video out there for a bunch of people spouting something that isn't true, the only recourse you have is to be very, very clear in presenting the scientific data that essentially contradicts that. The message here, correct dosage works. Well, what, 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 effic- what studies is he talking about? The one I, that he I, relied- I have, the- I'm just grinning because he's uh, well, making no sense, really. Well, of course he's not making any sense. A bunch of people, they're actual doctors. This man is not even a doctor. He's like a PhD. He's not a comma MD. This is absolute insane. You know who's got more sense than, than uh, Fauci? Who? Madonna. <laughs> um, <laughs> Madonna, actually, uh, we didn't have a chance to get into big tech, who, who's pretending today that they're not trying to censor uh, any any yeah, conservative right, sure message not. out there. Oh, they uh, Instagram deleted Madonna's post because Madonna shared that video of those doctors yesterday really? to her 15 million followers. And uh, she said, uh, she said, uh, what was her quote here? Uh, She said they would rather let fear control the people and let the rich get richer and the poor get poor. You are right on, material girl. Go, girl. You are absolutely right on. There's been many things said about Madonna. um, But the the most often true one is that she's actually a really smart lady because this is absolutely what's going on. If the science did not support what these doctors were saying, Fauci, you wouldn't be so fearful of people hearing what they had to say you don't have any actual studies to counter these actual doctors who are actually treating patients so you have to rely on your your big tech uh Marxist minders out there controlling the message so that Pure they control minds exactly you have to censor you have to you have to stop people from hearing the truth from actual doctors. And in, and in and when it comes to Africa, by the way, one of the reasons why the African continent hasn't been hit hard is because they take hydroxychloroquine on a regular basis, prophylactically against malaria. And this doctor, by the way, uh, Dr. Emanuel is is African. Um, speaking of funny, our friend John Cardillo, he tweeted out today. What's the difference between Black Lives Matter, BLM and H? DQ, which is the abbreviation hydroxychloroquine. Tell me. 
um, HG, H hydroxychloroquine works. Get it? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Listen, uh, you know, if you've got science on your side, then you don't need to stop anybody else from speaking. It, it doesn't matter whether we're talking about coronavirus. It doesn't matter whether we're talking about economics. It doesn't matter whether we're talking about anything related to AG Barr. You don't have to silence the opposition if you have truth on your side. So you Dems are the ones who are afraid of truth. You're afraid of facts. You're afraid of science. And you know what? You also are afraid of anybody having any hope. Well, we're going to bring the hope tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Love you all. Peace out. My name's Joe Biden. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. Come on.